This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. Hi, it's Vanessa from the Fighting Stigma Show on Free FM. Are you a Waikato local? Do you have an idea for a radio show? Do you want to try your hand at being a content creator on Free FM? If so, check out our website on freefm.org.nz or find Free FM on Facebook and get in touch. Welcome to Connect with Community Waikato on Free FM 89.0. I am Holly Snape, host today. I am from Community Waikato. And we're talking to the CAB today. Got Vicky with me here, manager of CAB. You've been there a little while now too, haven't you, Vicky? Yeah, I have. I've been manager at Citizens Advice Bureau for three years. Although I started in 2019 and... um, 2020 arrived the next year and oh. suddenly it it feels as if I've actually been enrolled for about 18 months so yes. <laughs> which I think if we calculated maths wise the time we spent in the office it's probably about right that yeah. Uh, yeah timing is everything eh? <laughs> <laughs> and it has been some crazy times but yeah so so mm. been with the CAB for a while now um and it's actually you know, we can already see the differences in the CAB under your leadership, which is oh, fantastic. Thank you. Um, and I think that's the beauty, that's, that's the value actually of having leadership change from time to time in any organisation as you get a refresh, eh? Definitely. And I think the, the issue with the Citizens Advice Bureau sometimes is because they, um, our volunteer team is, is approximately between 55 and 60 people. And that's a really large team and it can be quite inward looking sometimes because people get on with their work, they get on with the inquiries and they don't move out of their space um, and they kind of expect other people to know what they do mm. and they don't promote themselves. The Citizens Advice Bureau is a very humble organisation so yes. I've come in and I've been like you know what we're going to show off a bit, we're going to strut a bit we do really good work. Yeah absolutely I think that's um, I think that's very fair <laughs> and today's a little bit about showing off um, we're going we're gonna to talk about <laughs> some of the things you guys have got coming up and, and some of the things you guys have got going on. Uh, we'll also talk about some of the things on top for the people using your service at the moment. And of course, if you're thinking um, Citizens Advice Bureau is an organisation you could get in touch with, either because you need a bit of help, support, advice, or because perhaps you want to volunteer, uh, we'll make sure at the end of the show we will pass over some contact details. So you have around 28 minutes to get yourself a pen and paper to get that organised. <laughs> so <laughs> let's so just jump on into it. Um, Citizens Advice Bureau actually does a, a quite a broad range of work eh, in the community. Can you can you describe for us what it is you actually do? Sure. Um, so basically when I interview a newbie, as we call our new volunteers, newbies, I interview them and we go through sort of like this is what we do and who we are. Um, the organisation is about empowering people by knowing their rights. So a lot of people out there think that their, their employer has the right to treat them a certain way. Their landlord has a right to treat them a certain way. And we're there to um, neutrally and non-judgmentally provide them with information. And because we have this huge network of information in a community directory that spans Aotearoa, um, we get everything. We get everything. We get, you know, really complicated questions around employment because... 
because of Google, if a question is easy to answer, you don't come to the Citizens Advice Bureau. You yes. only come to us if something is complicated. So we're dealing with a lot of employment issues at the moment. The, the good faith work around uh, vaccine mandates, uh, the subsidy last year for us was really big. Uh, we're also dealing with a lot of renters' rights um, and things like that. But then we also get people, and I've noticed this, and we can talk about it a bit more later on, we've noticed that we're getting a lot of listening ear calls. So listening ear is when we record an interview with a member of the public where we didn't actually provide specific advice. We didn't say, please go to you know young workers mm. for employment issues. Please go to diversity counseling for, for these sessions. We actually just listened. And we've noticed that that seems to be happening a lot is where we're spending 45 minutes with people or an hour, normally on the phone, just listening. Mm. Just being an empathic voice, non-judgmental, helping people through their problems. And a lot of time, my interviewers will come to me afterwards and say, I don't think I really helped. And I'm like, can you imagine speaking to someone for 45 minutes who doesn't judge you, who has any information you might need and actually listens to what you say? And I mean, that's huge. It is. And particularly if you've been a little bit isolated in your home and you haven't had some yeah. of that contact. Mm -hmm. Definitely. And, and there's a lot of COVID fatigue around at the moment. And we've noticed that. In our, and I've noticed that in the team as well as in members of the public, you know. Last year and the year before, we were sort of jumping between lockdown levels and then the red traffic light system and then going to orange. And you can see it now. People are still very, and it should be, it's red, but mm. people are still very wary about mixing. Yeah. Um, on, our, on our drive over here, you did talk about not having a lot of people coming in face to face at the moment. And you are open to the public, aren't you? We are. So what we've decided, so each bureau in the country runs themselves the way they choose to, according to, to their sort of board. And our board and team voted to open face to face. Um, but also to not ask for vaccine passes. So the Citizens Advice Bureau is um, has a vaccine mandate because of the the work that we do and that we're frontline. So the staff and the volunteers are fully vaccinated, but the team voted not to ask people for vaccination passes because we didn't want people who possibly were vulnerable or a little bit wary of systems mm. or you know didn't really feel comfortable to not come to us to to be able to come to us face to face. Um, but I have noticed that even though we are open face-to-face, -face, limited numbers of people are coming in in comparison to where we would have been, say, three months ago. Yeah, no, that, that certainly makes some sense. And, you know, red, um, red, I think, is making people, like you say, rather weary. Eh? Mm. And, I mean, we, we did telephone inquiries and we do email inquiries. So we kind of hit all three at the same time. So, you know, if you do need some advice, face-to-face, -face, telephone or email. And we're pretty good with our turnaround times. We have, um, we're open from 9 until 5 p.m. and we have two volunteers on at every shift because we're trying to socially distance. So normally we would have three. But we seem to be handling the inquiries pretty well. That's fantastic. You talked about getting quite complex, um, you know, requests or, or inquiries. Um, and and like obviously quite legal in nature. <laughs> so do you have um, do you just pass them on to a legal firm, or do you have people who can give legal advice at the uh, Citizens Advice Bureau? So yeah. So what happens if someone phones up with a legal question is our volunteers will ask 
ask for details um, just to see if we can answer it because a lot of times people rely on a lawyer's opinion where actually one isn't necessary it's this mm. is sort of like this is the most solid advice I can get if I go to a lawyer they'll know and if it's stuff like you know neighborhood issues or fencing properties mm. or even employment stuff we can normally answer that question without relying on our lawyers yes so we run two free legal clinics a week we do a Monday lunchtime and a Wednesday afternoon evening and all our lawyers are volunteers so we have four sessions in for an hour so it's 15 minutes per session for four people uh, Mondays and Wednesdays as I've said and if they have a specific legal question we'll put them through to the legal clinic or as I said we will answer mm. it ourselves yeah, yeah yeah and do you find um like have you found employment um and tenancy issues increase because of COVID do you think that there's a COVID related um influence in the sorts of inquiries you're yeah, getting? Yeah, definitely, definitely. Because, um, so for example, in 2020 and 2021, the wage subsidy came through. And what was really fantastic was that the wage subsidy was just being thrown out. It was just being thrown out as fast as possible. I mean, I had one client phone me up who was in a bit of a panic that he put in an application for the wage subsidy, couldn't remember his business number, and his accountant said, just put it through. They'll bounce back. But by the time it bounced back, you'll have your number. It didn't bounce back. He got paid it. And then when he made his actual application, he got paid it again. So it was oh, in this massive panic that yeah. he had defrauded the government. I was like, no, no, you're fine. This is what you need to do. Everything's okay. But he's like, I, I didn't expect them to just yeah. pay it. Yeah. Um, and then we had other people. So, for example, the not-for-profit sector hasn't really been covered by the wage subsidy, which no. is a bit of a disappointment. Well, it's kind of the nature of the way the not-for-profit industry mm. works, eh? And it's a bit of an anomaly that the government didn't account for yeah like but yeah. we won't we won't we won't go down That's, that no, path. no that can be an argument for another day <laughs> yeah, we'll like do we'll that. do that <laughs> yeah, yeah we definitely will um because yeah so we had a couple of the smaller not-for-profits contact us who were a little bit you know they they have one staff member you know who's who's paid for sort of 12 hours a week and does the administration and basically holds the organization together but they're not really sure what to do but we were quite lucky in hamilton because in 2020 a lot of funders came together and put mm. together a covid related funding which was really great so we helped quite a few not-for-profits apply for that. Um, and then now what we're seeing in sort of the 2021-2022 is the sort of good faith work around mm. the vaccine mandate because um, companies are running their risk assessments and then they're saying, look, we have to be vaccinated and then they're trying to deal with it in good faith with their employees. And some are doing an absolutely fantastic job of you know, you know giving it to people in writing, giving people time, providing them with support, giving them alternatives and everything else. And then, of course, there are other employers who are just... Um, running over their employees and saying mm. this is what's going to happen or you're fired yeah so it's trying to find that sort of like no you you do have sort of the right to mediation here you do have the right to go back to your employer and say i'm not happy with how this is done but you also have to work in good faith yeah you know you can't look for obstacles to engaging with your employer just to waste time yeah. you have to be able to be working in good faith and that's quite a difficult issue to deal with i mean good faith it's not it's you know hard to know how that's defined formally in law eh? Mm. like what is how do you know kind of the intention yeah behind the communication um or the action yeah definitely and i guess again it's about looking through your sort of employment contract and making sure the right processes are in place so if your employer is saying look here's our risk assessment this is how we came to this conclusion you know we are offering you opportunities to redeploy to other areas um you can access information about the vaccine from a multitude of 
options, including people from, say, if you were from a um, an ethnic minority, you could talk mm. to ethnic minority key spokesmen. You know, if you were coming from a, an immunocompromised person, we could offer you information from doctors, that kind of thing. And if your employer is being relatively transparent, then they're working in good faith. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, that's that is interesting, um, and it's good. It's good to know there is someone to go there because I think a lot of people do freak out when some stuff like this is going on at work, knowing where you can get some free yeah. Im- immediate <laughs> advice. Yeah. Because it is expensive to pay for the services often of Absolutely, legal yeah. advice, and you never really know what the end of that's going to be. Like, how long is that going to go on yeah. for? And you might actually, unfortunately, sometimes you do phone up an expert and you pay for advice, and you end up getting told something you already knew. Yeah, yeah. And that can be very difficult um, to deal with. And the beauty about coming to you first is that you can let people know, actually, at this point, you, mm. you need formal representation, yes. and here are your options. Yeah, so that's one of the great things about what we do, is that we can tailor sort of all the evidence to what you need, and then we can say, here are your three options here's your circle of support here's you know because we do the whole these are your rights in this situation this is what you can and cannot do and then if we're stumped uh, which is a probably a good indication that you do need legal advice our lawyer will help you yeah. and you know they do 15 minutes and they volunteer um, and they're absolutely fantastic I mean because sometimes this is the other thing and I, I'm, I probably shouldn't say this but if you insist on not telling us what the issue is we will still put you into a legal yeah. clinic um, and we will ask you very politely to share with us what is going on but if you insist that it's none of our business we won't stop you from mm. getting to a lawyer we will help you get to a lawyer and unfortunately sometimes that means the lawyer sees people that might not be the most appropriate referrals yeah and they just take it in their stride they've been at, they've been fantastic with us yeah yeah that makes a lot of sense we're gonna play um, a, a song we're gonna I, I chose today nine to five <laughs> um, morning train by Sheena Easton so we're gonna take a little break and when we come back we're gonna talk a little bit more about some of this stuff but we're also gonna turn our eyes a little bit forward and look at the future for the CAB
Morning Train, Morning Train by Sheena Easton. Um, really like that song, a little bit of fun. That's, um, we're talking to Vicky today from the CAB, a little bit about some of the work that they're doing in, um, in the community. Talked a little bit about the influence that COVID's had on the type of um, inquiries that they're getting. They are still open face-to-face. At the end of the show, we will be giving details on how to get hold of the CAB. But I um, want to turn very quickly to uh, the Awareness Week you've got coming up in March, which actually is not far away. No, it's not. It's a little bit scarily close. So um, we do Citizens Advice Bureau nationally does an Awareness Week every year, and ours is from Monday the 14th of March to Sunday the 20th of March. Yeah. And the national theme is Renters' Rights. Um, because that's been quite on top for us the last couple of months and everything else with um, all of the COVID legislation moving sort of um, when you can ask people to be evicted and things like that. Yeah. So for us, again, each bureau kind of does what it wants. And what we've decided to do is that we're going to do a roadshow around the community houses in Hamilton. Oh, cool idea. Yeah, because the community houses are absolutely amazing. Um, if you're if you're in the public and you're not sure which community house is closest to you, please find out. You can give us a call and we'll let you know. But they do almost everything. They're these wonderful organisations that really try hard to reach the needs of their community, but also offer the softer side of services, you know, like after school things, Zumba classes, cooking things, stuff, stuff like that. And it's definitely worthwhile getting in touch with your local community house to see how you can volunteer and how you can support. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So you're doing a bit of a road show? Yeah. So on, um, I think, I'm sorry, I don't actually have the, the dates. <laughs> I don't have the dates. That's terrible. No, that's fine. That's fine. That's terrible. But I do know that on Tuesday the, 14th, uh, Tuesday the 15th of March, we start at Western Community House. That's our first one. But if you give us a call, we can let you know. And we are definitely welcoming members of the public as well as anyone who's interested in volunteering with us. And we're going to put on some light refreshments and a little bit of a light lunch and that kind of thing. And just go through what we do and where you can find the information from and everything else. Yeah, and no, I think that's an, that's an awesome idea. Uh, Western always got so much going on, so it's a great sort of place to start from. But So, so the Awareness Week starts on the 14th of um, March goes through obviously for the whole week do you you don't work on weekends no <laughs> no i do not yes please don't please let's just move away from let's let's have a segue yeah yeah, segue? yeah. no that sounds fair <laughs> um what sorts of like when when you're at these community houses you'll be offering services to the public when we're at the, sorry when you're at the community house will you be offering services to the public yes so we'll we'll be doing a presentation um oh, although cool. we to be fair what we're doing and this is probably the citizens advice way is we're winging it depending on how many people attend for the session depends on how we're going to yeah. do it so we're going to put on some as i said a light lunch and some refreshments and then we'll have people there with laptops and we'll have volunteers there with a presentation but if you know if it's 10 or 15 people we'll just have a round table discussion we'll just talk about what's on top for people we'll show them the community directory if there happens to be a not-for-profit in the room we'll show them their page and say look this is how we promote Mm. your services this is where the information is and if someone walks in and says i have a consumer issue we will deal with that so we'll do anything um the directory is fantastic you know there is we used to have a really cool online directory years ago for the waikato and a couple of other places and it is um, that has shut down um, quite some time ago, and there's been no other way to really access good information about um, who's, you know, what what's available if you've got a particular kind of issue, whether it be mental health, whether it be a social need, you know, whatever. So it's great that the CAB has this and and keeps it up to date with it. 
Yeah. So what was fantastic about when what was fantastic about COVID? Sorry, that's a yeah. really <laughs> awful sentence. No. So what was great about our organization was the response to COVID was when uh, we went into level four lockdowns and under level four and three, we weren't allowed to operate a bureau. Um, we went home and all the staff and the volunteers took over the 0800 number. So what was great about that was when someone called me and I was based in, you know, in my house in Parongia, um, and they called me from Otago, for example, and said, look, I need help with employment issues or I need help with um, a local mm. support network. I can go on the community director and I can put in their area and I can actually say, look, this is who's working in your community. These are your community houses. These are your outreach programs. Here's mm. your free Kai. Um, and that's the fantastic thing about the community directory is that it, it covers, you know, all of Aotearoa. Um, and it's also up to date as much as possible. Yes. If you happen to be a not-for-profit who is listening, make sure that you get in touch with <laughs> us to update your details and any new initiatives. <laughs> yeah, that's a very, very good point. We're, we're getting a little bit lower in time. We've got about five more minutes, and I did want to cover some of the... Um, organizations you partner with because what I love is that as a CAB you don't do everything alone you actually have some really strong networks and some really strong partnerships yes we do so I'm just going to promote three of them today so at the moment working alongside us for clinics and things we've got male support services this is a male support service in, based in Hamilton for men who are struggling with any kind of abuse but actually their counseling is open to all men regardless of what you're going through right now so if you've got any issues you can reach out to the male support services team and they're really fantastic fantastic at what they do we've also got fana they're, they're Oops, also sorry. often free aren't they like a lot of oh no all these services are free yeah what i'm fantastic. talking about yeah, yeah they're not for profits yeah um the other people we have working with us at the moment are Farnow centered services and they're a qualified team who provide one-to-one or family services they do financial mentoring adult adult communication education men's services foster care training and parenting programs um, sorry that I'm just running through these, but we've got time. Yeah. And then the other people we work with quite closely are the Young Workers Resource Centre, mm. and they all work with anyone who's under 35. Um, and they're fantastic. They 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 do employment rights, they do pre-employment skills like CVs, they do a lot of advice and advocacy, and they're working really hard for young workers within the Hamilton area. So they're definitely worth giving a call if you've got any employment issues or even employment questions. You know, you don't. Yep. Um, it's often best to your contract. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely worthwhile giving them a call and saying, look, can I just have a chat through your contract? Someone did that to mm. us this morning. Um, uh, one of my volunteers took a call from someone who just wanted to chat about something quite specific in their contract and just to query whether or not it was legal. So that's pretty normal and we're quite yeah. happy to do that. So are young workers. And, and the beauty about um, putting illegal things in contracts is that they don't hold up in a court of law. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. so that's good to know. Yeah, you know. It is definitely worth reading the small print. Yeah, yeah. Um, and sometimes employers just need a little bit of a prod to remind yeah. them about working ethically. And that you can't actually opt out of minimum rights. No, <laughs> or tell people not to join unions. That yes. is also illegal. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> Yes. So there are three fantastic organisations and they do incredible work across um, the city. So um, male support services, they can contact any of these three services through you rather than going yep. directly to the service? They can go directly to the service or they can contact through us if they just want to explain their issue and then see if they're going to the right place. Or yeah. you can take a look at our website, which is www.cab.org.nz. Go to the community directory and just type in male support services, young workers resource centre or Farnell Centred Services and their details will come up. That's fantastic. Now you do have um, a number in front of you, eh? Yes. So our number for Hamilton is 07 and we're open from 9 until 5 but you can also call the 0800 number which is 0800 367 222 
And we'll repeat those again for those who, you know, don't, don't, right, don't write with the speed of lightning. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. People do that to us all the time when they leave messages and then I've just done it. Yeah. Um, so the number for Hamilton is 07-839-0395 and the 0800 number is 0800-367-222. You can also send us an email via hamilton at cab.org.nz or do an inquiry through the website uh, and we will get that information. So lots of easy ways yeah. to get hold of you, which is fantastic. And, and you know, the work you do has been amazing. Um, really good to know that you're continuing to be open. You don't anticipate... Um, a full closure at any point you're not and like so if we were to go into another lockdown people would still the, the very least be able to contact you through email and through phone eh? uh, yeah and if they take a look at our website uh, the the CAB one that I mentioned earlier and they take a look at the bureaus each bureau is individually listed as to what it's doing if it's open face to face or if it's telephone only yeah and it has all the contact details on there so we'll always keep that up to date so that's absolutely worth doing checking out um, that was cab.org.nz um, that's a national website, isn't it? Yes, it is. And then what you do is you, I think you find a, find a CAB and then you fill out an inquiry form. Fantastic. And what's really cool is that they're easy to find because they are neighbours of Community <laughs> Wakato. So um, just down the road from us, uh, well, up the road. You're up the road from us. Yeah, yes, we're yeah. higher up. That's right. You've got a bit more of a view than we have. Yes, just yeah. slightly better. <laughs> so, um, so basically we have um, the big church um, on Victoria Street that's on the top of the hill. There is the driveway in between our two organisations. Yes, pretty much. Just the driveway stops us from hanging around all the time. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> So, so absolutely worth going and getting in touch with um, Vicky from the CAB. She's got a fantastic crew of people who really are doing amazing work. We've talked about some quite specific areas of need around law, around tenancy, things like that. Um, don't let that stop you if you have any kind of inquiry and not really too sure where you would take that. Um, it's really the role of the CAB Definitely. Eh, to, to yeah. pick that up and, and point you in the right direction if they can't deal with it themselves. We also answer crossword puzzles, but we would like to point out that's cheating mm, <laughs> is it though yes yes it is but we'll okay. still do it because it's fun <laughs> <laughs> fantastic that is us for another week you have been listening to connect with community wakato free of them 89.0 Episodes, use the accessmedia.nz app for iOS and Android devices or subscribe to this podcast via Spotify, iHeartRadio or Apple Podcasts. This free FM podcast was brought to you with support from New Zealand On Air.